How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I was impacted. Didn't cross my mind, period, about an impact here regarding Dak. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, you've been in this league eight years, been on this team. It's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. Hey, tell Dak Prescott that, look, we like you, we love you, we think you're good at what you do, but you got somebody who might replace you one day. And if he does, we won't be paying him $50 million a year like we're going to probably have to pay you. Tell me where you've heard this one before. There's drama about quarterback and the Dallas Cowboys. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the conversation, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We knew Trey Lance was going to get traded. Myron, when the Niners named him their third-string quarterback or named yeah. Sam Darnold their backup. But I don't know if anybody had the Dallas Cowboys on their uh, – a lot of bingo card talk with me today. This is the second time I've made that reference. Yeah. I don't know if anybody had the Cowboys on their bingo card, and that's just where the drama with this story is beginning, actually. Yeah, and what you find out is that Jerry Jones has a bingo card that nobody else has access to. So I think right. that's part of the problem. It's like it's his own personal bingo card. It's locked up in a vault, and he brings it out when he wants. It doesn't make a lot of sense, and I think – that's the weird thing about this. Usually, if a move is going to be made like this less than two weeks before the start of the season, you understand it. Like, you, you understand kind of what the goal is. With Trey Lance, who's such a wild card, you, you really don't know. Like, is this about pushing Dak in a year that's critical for his future when he's talking about signing an extension? Uh, is this Jerry Jones just wanting a little more security? Uh, is this a guy who thinks, hey, you know, we bought low, and if Trey Lance turns out to be something – Good for us. And if he doesn't, we didn't take that big of a risk. We don't know the answer to that. But if anything, it creates more drama for a team that, guess what, Aaron Goldhammer, doesn't need any more drama at this point entering the season. But their owner and their general manager is the same person, and he just invites the drama. He He lives for – he does a post-game press conference himself after every one of the games. And, of course, he is the one that addressed the Cowboys' decision to trade a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance, and he talked about whether he even considered Dak Prescott in this whole equation. Take a listen. How does it impact uh, the negotiations of a contract with Dak? You got to talk to all spring about wanting to get Dak done. I know Steven said going Dak to be the quarterback for the next 10 years. How does this impact that? Didn't cross my mind, period, about uh, uh, an impact here uh, regarding Dak. Uh, I know that Dak wants to do anything we can do to improve this team. And um, we're, we're going to do it. Myron, disingenuous from the owner of the Cowboys there? Yeah, I don't believe anybody, not just in the NFL or sports, anyone who says it never crossed my mind under these circumstances, I don't believe it. Because in that same sentence, he says he thinks that Dak would be okay with him doing something to improve the team. So clearly, you see Trey Lance somehow fitting into that. 
There's right. the new rule where you can carry three quarterbacks into a game now on your 53-man roster, so he's going to be out there. It's just weird to me that it appears that he kind of just did this on his own, separate from Dak, not letting Dak know, not letting Mike McCarthy know. Um, and, and I do think, even if the, even if he's being honest, Aaron, that he didn't want to feel want Dak to feel threatened or to push Dak. You can't ignore the fact that this is going to create speculation that doesn't right. appear to help anybody involved. And I'm not sure why he would do it and why he would do it now. Well, the Dak contract and the Trey Lance contract end, I think, in the same year. Yeah. Um, you know, which to me, that's showing that they are trying to push Dak. And actually, I'm okay with that. You know, he led the NFL in interceptions last year. He's a good player, but he has not delivered when his teams needed him the most. I mean, how many of these chances yeah. against the 49ers with the game on the line is he going to get to yeah. go down and score a touchdown? Now, Trey Lance, I mean, talk about unproven. Like, whew, Like, yeah. that's a guy who started four games and has appeared in eight in his entire NFL career. So I don't know that he could really stake claim on being the Cowboys quarterback of the future. But to say this has nothing to do with Dak Prescott... It obviously does, and Dak Prescott thought so. Here's what he had to say about the move. Take a listen. I mean, I, I can't say that I necessarily expected it, no. Um, I understand that that's business. I understand that they're probably on a timeline. They need to get something done, and as I said, he felt like that strengthened his team. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, you've been in this league eight years, been on this team. Uh, it's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. Part of this is about communication. I mean, Myron, we've all had managers that are good communicators and those that aren't. And when you're yeah. really taken by surprise with something like this, it just can totally throw off the vibe and chemistry of your locker room. Yeah. You know, what, what I've learned about managers, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, you don't want a lot of surprises, right, like in these situations. Like you want everybody to kind of have the same information. Dak says he wasn't surprised, but he clearly didn't know that this was going to happen and probably feels like he should have known. And I think that's valid. Your starting quarterback, if the idea is I don't want to take the risk that he might think I'm making a move behind his back or doing something that could hurt his status as our quarterback in the future, I'm going to let him know that didn't happen here amid this talk of an extension where, remember, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott haven't had any real talks about an extension. Yes, yeah. it's the cloud hanging over the franchise. They're not in negotiations. So it looks like they're saying this is a prove-it year yep. for Dak Prescott. But let's be real about what is happening with Trey Lance and if he's a really a threat. First, he's got to get past Cooper Rush. I don't think that's going to happen. And even if you tell me Dak Prescott had all those issues with interceptions last year, yes, there's a chance that maybe he's not the elite quarterback he was three, four, five years ago. But it's hard to upgrade in this league, which is why teams like the Vikings stick with Kirk Cousins. Teams like the Cowboys stick with the Dak Prescott because there's no obvious successor in that situation. And let's also remember Aaron Goldhammer. This is a dude who couldn't beat Sam Darnold in the last pick in the 2022 NFL draft for a spot with the 49ers. We are not talking about Jalen Hurts or some other incredible young quarterback who just needs an opportunity to shine. That is not the Trey Lance situation right now. Well, that's why I think they didn't trade for Trey Lance, the quarterback, Myron. I think they traded for Trey Lance, the motivational tool. Meaning, I think what Jerry is hoping here is that Dak goes, uh-oh, I'm kind of looking over my shoulder to get my new deal and to maintain my stranglehold on this position. The top three pick is coming. And that somehow that lifts his game. That In sports, sometimes you see guys 
get manipulative about stuff like this. Feels to me like a manipulative move. And Lewis Riddick talked about that with us just a couple minutes ago, inviting speculation about Dak's future, trying to bring that on the Cowboys. Take a listen. When you're doing this kind of thing, when you're trading for a top five overall player at that position in particular, at that unique position, when you've already have a franchise quarterback who you've invested a lot of money in and you know who there is conversation swirling around him concerning, is he the future? Is he worth that investment? Is he worth another significant investment down the road, a, uh, another extension? You know when you don't inform people where there's constantly speculation around them about you, a pending transaction of this magnitude, that it's going to invite more speculation. It's going to invite more questions, not only from us, but from them too, about what is going on. And you're not going to tell me that Jerry doesn't know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Myron, what is he doing? I don't think he knows. I mean, I'm not sure he knows. I'm not convinced that Jerry Jones did this other than to say, listen, I'm not sure about that Prescott. I do think this is, this is tied to that. And there's a guy that we can get without surrendering much when it comes to Trey Lance. And if there's still a ceiling there, maybe he reaches it. And if he doesn't, what do we lose? But it's hard for me to see the Trey Lance to Dak Prescott thing because Trey Lance couldn't prove himself with the 49ers in a system that was easy enough for Brock Purdy to figure out, yeah. that was easy enough for Jimmy Garoppolo to figure out, that they yep. thought Sam Darnold could handle. Yeah. So if, if you're going if to – If you can't be successful for Kyle Shanahan, you're not going to be successful in the NFL. And that's the thing. When you're surrounded with guys like Christian McCaffrey and just everything they do with that offensive system – they take so much pressure off quarterbacks. Now you're going to a place where a guy in Dak Prescott, a veteran of this league, is trying to prove he's the guy, and you're going to walk into that system and suddenly be something? I'm just not convinced that that is how Jerry Jones was thinking. I'm convinced that's how he should have been thinking, though, yep. to Lewis Riddick's point. He yep. should have considered how this might make Dak Prescott feel. I don't think he did that, and that could create unnecessary drama in that locker room. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Meyer Metcalf. I'd be of the opinion, if I'm Jerry, if I'm going to threaten Dak Prescott with anything, I'm going all in for a guy who's definitely better than him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I don't see any upside. So what I mean by that is, okay, if whatever Peyton Manning coming available with the Colts was, whatever Tom yeah. Brady coming available with the Patriots, if there's a Aaron Rodgers, if there's yeah. a 2023 version of that or a 2024, okay, then I think we can have that conversation. Obviously, at that point, they're moving on. They're saying Dak's good, but he's not good enough. And I'll listen to that conversation because that's sort of the way this has played out the last couple of years. But to start this conversation with Trey Lance, and then you know if Dak has a five-interception game, let's just say it happens, which it could. You know, he's, he's had them before. He could have them again, Myron. Yeah. If it does happen, you know what all the Cowboys on the uh, callers on the Cowboy postgame show are going to be saying. Huh, maybe we should give this Lance guy a chance. Like, just putting him there creates this threat, but it's not somebody who you even think is close to as good as Dak Prescott. Let's start talking realistically about Trey Lance. We don't know if he can play quarterback in the NFL. 
Like that's how we have to. That's how we have to have this conversation. We this don't is, know. We don't know he could play quarterback in college. Really, but that's the thing. The he guy hardly has, played. He has thrown 420 passes in his collegiate and professional football career. Jeez. Why does that matter? Last year, Trevor Lawrence threw 568 passes in 2022 alone. This is beyond inexperience. This, this is something outside of that. This is the guy who played one game between 2019 and the 2021 NBA NFL draft. Maybe this is a guy where Jerry Jones says, hey, let's see him with some more reps. Let's see him get another opportunity. Maybe we have something. But you don't know if you have something. So you can't convince me that a guy who is trying to prove he belongs in this league is somehow going to replace a guy who at a minimum has proven that he can win games at this level. Yeah. And the challenge with that conversation there in Goldhammer is how many ways do you upgrade? How many quarterbacks in this league are immediate upgrades from Dak Prescott? I think uh, once you get behind the yeah. Mahomes, Burroughs types of dudes, right. you end up with a whole bunch of mid-tier guys who you're like, maybe he's better, but not definitively. And that's the problem with the teams in that situation with the Dak Prescotts of the world. There's no immediate solution to right. getting better. You can only rebuild. And I think he is the Kirk Cousins of the NFC East, Dak Prescott is. Man, at Sunday at 1 o'clock against Tampa, he could have a monster. They're going to show out, yeah. Yeah, right. You put him on Sunday night football against the Eagles, I don't know. You put him in the playoffs, and you need to put a drive together to be able to get to the NFC Championship game for the first time since the mid-'90s when Barry Switzer was your coach. Yeah. I don't know that he's the guy you want. But beyond everything else, Myron, I, I've just learned that the good quarterbacks really are defined as the ones that will take you down with two minutes to go when you're down by three and will get you a field goal at least, if not a touchdown. And it's funny because guys like Jimmy Garoppolo do that, even though statistically their numbers aren't as good as yeah. Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. But Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins are guys that you just don't want in that situation. Nobody would sign up for that, even though they are pretty good quarterbacks. Yeah, the, the, the reality is, if you look at the last 25 years, you can even go beyond that. Only Hall of Fame quarterbacks, for the most part, win Super Bowls. Now, there are some exceptions. You, you know, you, you're going to give me Brad Johnson. You're going to give me Trent Dilfer. Okay, I Nick get Foles. It. I mean, Joe Flacco. You'll give me a few couple and far, guys. It is few and far between. But yeah. for the most part, you win Super Bowls because you have a Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And the truth is, on any given year, there are maybe five to six of those guys in the league. Once you get beyond that number in the 7 to 20 range, you end up with a guy like Dak Prescott. But I think if you're Dallas, you've got to decide – do we want a guy who, at his best, can maybe be top 10-ish? Or do we want to try to move on to somebody else and maybe fall to the bottom of the league and have right. to rebuild all over again? Well, Myron, I just – to pay an average quarterback like he's a Hall of Famer to me is a cardinal But everybody's NFL getting paid. Sin. But everybody's getting – everyone's getting big money. Everyone is going to get a ton of money But when is it, it worked? The, the Ravens played, paid Joe Flacco. It was a disaster. The Vikings – what if they work? won with Kirk Cousins? I'm, but see, the thing, my thing is, I don't think there are that many guys who can win Super Bowls. So for the most part, if there are 15 teams that give out $200 million in the next three to five years, I think a third of those teams are going to win Super Bowls or have guys who can consistently get them there. The right. other 10 are yep. just hoping. And that's yep. the reality of the NFL. Man. But doesn't it make more sense then to pay your quarterback $10 million a year and build a great offensive line and get a bunch of weapons no. and have well, an incredible defense like uh, rather Aaron, than paying Dak Prescott 40 Aaron, plus million? Yeah. Aaron, you're in a city. 
where a guy got $230 million guaranteed with a, a lot going on, right? Why? Because there was a bidding war for him. And Cleveland yep. said, listen, yep. we want to make sure we get this guy and we're going to make him our they long-term solution. They think he could be a Hall of Fame quarterback, though. But I think there are a lot of teams where there is a bigger bidding war, and there will be for Dak Prescott. You know, Kyler Murray is one thing. If Dak Prescott is somehow on the market, there will be a bunch of teams that go after him because there just aren't that many guys who can win games at this level. I get the postseason, but yeah. there aren't that many winners or yeah. guys who are potential winners in the NFL. Yeah, and, and by the way, Aaron Rodgers, who's only been to one Super Bowl, he did come available it didn't seem like there were a ton of teams falling all yeah. over themselves to get him, right? Yeah, but this ain't early 30s Aaron Rodgers. Early 30s Aaron Rodgers would have been a whole, I think, different conversation, maybe even okay. five years ago. Okay, It's wild that there weren't teams falling all over each other for Tom Brady. There were yeah. places he wanted to go that wouldn't have him. You know, yeah, that's right. and then he went out and won a Super Bowl somewhere else. Triple Eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Aaron Goldhammer, Myron Metcalf, Canty, and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Gerald is in Wisconsin, Myron's home state. Joins us on ESPN Radio. What's up, Gerald? Hey guys, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw into the mix with the uh, Dak Prescott situation. Um, Let's not forget that Cooper Rush is still on the roster. That's a guy who went 5-1 and one, um, last year. So, I mean, honestly, we've got a whole tumbler. You know, there's three quarterbacks that, you know, people could be calling in and saying maybe this should be our quarterback. Yeah, I don't know that anybody's trying to make Cooper Rush a starter. He did a good job as a backup. He's, better, really, than, he's better than Trey Lance. He, Yes. Yes. If I had to win a game tomorrow, I would much rather play Cooper Rush okay, than but, Trey Lance. But then, okay, so like what you just said is real. Then let's put that with the whole Trey Lance is going to push that conversation. Like if, if Cooper Rush is your backup, that says a lot about the distance to me between Trey Lance and Dak Prescott. I agree, but I think that it's as much as it's real that Trey Lance can push Dak Prescott. It starts a conversation about Trey Lance pushing Dak Prescott. It does. And I think that's partially what Riddick and what we're trying to say yeah. here because I don't think Trey Lance will ever unseat Dak as quarterback of the Cowboys. Yeah. But boy, did Jerry decide to start a conversation about that, didn't he? Yes, he did. Which feels unfair to Dak in some ways, right? Is, does some of that feel unfair to you, yes. Aaron, to Dak Prescott? Yeah, to, to a degree, I, I think so. And again, if you wanted to replace Dak Prescott, we could talk about that. But that's the Cowboys trying to go Scream. after Aaron Rodgers. That that's not that has nothing to do with Trey Lance. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Trey Lance is a flyer. Trey Lance is now right now is like drafting a quarterback in the fifth round. It is because everybody wants to develop depth and have a guy that one day could or maybe should turn into something, and the vast majority of them don't. By the time you get to year three or four of a quarterback's career, you kind of know who that guy is. Trey Lance has gotten beaten out for a backup job, and he's broken his ankle and missed an entire season with an injury. That It's a big difference from when he was drafted a couple of years ago. And I think even then... You know, the Niners were in a position where they made a huge mistake. They couldn't do full research on him. They, they Apparently there was dissension in their building about whether or not they wanted him in the first place. I'm not questioning his athletic ability. I'm just saying I don't know that he can be a good quarterback. Yeah. Whereas a guy like Bryce Young's played a million games. Yeah. You know, I mean, my goodness. The Browns took Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He's played, oh. He played five years or something of college yeah, football. 
Like yeah. the guy's been playing forever. Forever. Yeah, not a lot of film on Trey Lance, and I think that's actually coming back to haunt him yes. at this stage. I would agree. He got paid as a yeah, first-round pick. And Take that's the money and run, baby. Triple eight, say espn 888 Coming up next, more of your calls on Dak and the Cowboys. Plus, ESPN has released it. It's the top 100 players in the NFL. Are there really seven quarterbacks you would take over a future Hall of Famer. We get into that after Myron has this word from our friends at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash play and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. That's a Jet touchdown! Aaron Rodgers slips a magical throw to Garrett Wilson! To 
there's always some butterflies when you step out there for the first time, but I loosened up pretty good when I got the ovation when I took the field. That was a special moment just to, you know, have that kind of support. Uh, that was pretty special. The debut was a dress rehearsal. I mean, I, I didn't read too much into it. I really just wanted to get out of this relatively healthy, let Rogers throw it around a little bit and uh, not read too much into it. Ah, magical throws in the preseason. Highlights courtesy of 98.7 ESPN New York. Bob was shoesing on the call as the magic of Aaron Rodgers continues. Aaron Goldhammer, Myron Metcalf with you. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Triple H, say ESPN, your number. We'll get back to the phones in just a second. So if you're on hold, make sure you stay there. But ESPN has come up with their top 100 list, the top yeah. 100 players in, in football. Myron, I'll start with this. Shouldn't the first 15 guys be quarterbacks? Because if there was a redraft, all the quarterbacks would go first. Yeah. You know? Like, God bless Aaron Donald and Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett. But those guys wouldn't go until the 30s if you really were ranking guys based on how important they are to their respective teams. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different than maybe your fantasy football draft. You, you know, I, I appreciate that you got some defensive guys in there, your Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, because I think they are impactful in what they do. Um, but clearly there are a number of quarterbacks, as expected, within the top 30 uh, on that list. Yep. So Patrick Mahomes, number one quarterback. Jalen Hurts, the number two quarterback. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, listen, yeah. Jalen Hurts had a great year last year, and I think he's definitely on the rise. How you could put him ahead of Joe Burrow, who has beaten Mahomes in some of the biggest games, is beyond me. Yeah, I think it comes down to, like, what's the thought? Is it you think Jalen Hurts is going to reach that level? Or it's right now, who would you want to be a quarterback? Because I think most people would say as great as Jalen Hurts has been, Joe Burrow is probably second to Mahomes in yeah. the league. And I think there are a lot of people would say, yeah, I'm probably taking Josh Allen maybe over him yep. as well. Now, beyond that, uh, it's a conversation. But I also right. think it speaks to how good he was last year sure. and how good people think he'll be yeah. in a weak NFC. Well, we'll talk more about the Hurts situation coming up about 25 minutes from now and where he really stands. Josh Allen, 7th overall. Justin Herbert, 11th. Lamar Jackson is underrated, Myron, yeah. 20th. Ain't no he's, way. He's 46-15 and 15 as a starter in his NFL career. Like, yeah. I know the couple playoff games he's played haven't gone well. Listen. But everybody who says he needs to change the way he plays no. has never watched, has never tried to beat Lamar Jackson, which the team I cover tries to do twice every year. Yeah, there are not 19 football players on this planet who are better than Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert, uh, you know, exit stage left because that's not a better quarterback than healthy yeah. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence at 28, and then Aaron Rodgers at number 29. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks better than Aaron Rodgers. Is that fair or not? You know, I don't think I got Trevor Lawrence ahead of him right now. Um, You know, Justin Herbert's a conversation. But but I think the the rating would be different a year ago, you know, Two-time MVP, right? Aaron Rodgers. I think right. that's a different conversation when it looked like maybe yep. we'd be going to almost like that Brady chapter yeah. in his late thirties, early forties. Yep, struggles last year made people go, "Oh, I don't know." So I think in that light, I, I can get it. I don't think Lawrence has reached that yet, though. I'm not convinced Herbert has. I still want Rodgers in the fourth quarter of a playoff game over both of those guys, and maybe even over Allen as well, considering yeah. what you know he's yeah. done. 
You know, I the thing about Rodgers, actually, Myron, is that in the playoffs, you know this, being a Wisconsin native, it's not like Aaron Rodgers has lit up the NFL playoffs in his career. I mean, yeah. there have been times they've been the number one seed where he's blown big games at home. I could even think back to as recently as two years ago when it was snowing at Lambeau and you thought, like, that's every advantage to the Packers and the Niners went in there and beat him, a team from California. So I think some of this is age and some of it is also Aaron Rodgers has not been to a Super Bowl in more than a decade. Yeah. So, you know, part of it is the playoff resume, too, I guess is what I'm saying. That, that is, you know, and I think he's in – New York right now because he wanted something that he never had in Green Bay, and that was a, a consistently elite defense. Like, at the end of the day, you look at Aaron Rodgers, you compare him to, to Brady, and what's the major difference beyond yeah. the Super Bowl rings? Yeah. Defensively, you know, Brady consistently had top 10 units yeah. that he was playing with, and Aaron Rodgers didn't have that. Yeah. And, um, and, and coach. I, I mean, Brady had the best coach ever. Yes. Aaron Rodgers had, has had Mike McCarthy, Matt Mike McClure, McCarthy. And, and, and even – Robert Sala. I'm not yeah. saying he got Nathaniel a Daniel Hackett was his offensive answer. coordinator. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Now he is again, so that'll exactly. be Exactly. Exactly. 888-SAY-ESPN, the number if you want to jump in. Up next, your calls on the Cowboys. We will get to those. Plus, there's a veteran quarterback that is struggling to gel with his younger teammates. We'll tell you who that is. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Myron Metcalf on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Five steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. Time for some football, baby. Only 10 days until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. September the 7th, the season begins... Thursday night football between the Lions and the Chiefs. It's a week from Thursday. We all get it going for real. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. How does it affect the Cowboys quarterback situation? And how does it affect Dak Prescott? Triple H, say ESPN, the number if you want to jump in. Steve in St. Louis is next up on ESPN Radio. Hey, Steve. How you doing, guys? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, I just have a couple of questions, and uh, I guess I guess the first one that I have is, what does Jerry Jones owe to Dak Prescott to tell him what he is doing with his team? Um, I, I, I mean, 
who knows, maybe that conversation's already been had or whatnot. I mean, personally, I, I like the move. Um, it gives Jerry that security blanket that he doesn't have. Um, but the person really who should be asking the questions, would it be Cooper Rush or the, the second-string quarterback? Shouldn't he be the one asking, hey, you know, Jerry, what are you doing? You know, yeah. I don't – yeah, I mean – and like, I don't mean to jump it, but I just feel like this doesn't happen at stable organizations. Like, this would not happen with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right? We can that is right. That. So that I think right. that to and, me. And what, what is the old Dak Prescott? He's the quarterback of the Cowboys but, who's leading that quarterback room. And I'm not saying he has to ask for Dak's permission. Yes. I'm saying that just communicating so that the guy doesn't find out from Adam Schefter or from a press release. Yeah, I think franchises that are stable, franchises that are, have a history that you can trust, a culture you can trust, Yeah, this doesn't happen. Your yep. starting quarterback who's playing for an extension doesn't say, yep. nobody told me. Right. Listen, is he contractually obligated no, to tell not. him? No, he ain't got to no, tell him. No, he's not. No. But, like, imagine just being in his that's shoes the, at work. You know, do you like finding out things from someone you can ask follow-up questions to about it and you can really yeah. clarify and be prepared and not have that moment? Or yeah. do you like getting just smacked out by the face, something that affects you yeah. out of left field? They cut some cornerback or whatever. That, that doesn't affect yeah. Dak Prescott. This is a quarterback coming into his room who, at least on the surface, appears to fans as if it is a threat to him. Yep, and that's a problem. Uh, that they got to deal with. Triple Eight say ESPN. Roy, the truck driver, is up next. You in the truck right now, Roy? Where you at? I'm down here in uh, Livingston, Texas, by Huntsville. Okay. Check this out. I've been saying for months and months after after Dak botched that play, San Francisco. Y'all remember? Everybody does. I think. I knew then he can't. He cannot. He can't play under pressure. And I'm sorry. Let this guy play. Get him up some kind of way, some kind of speed. He's not paid much in college. How did he even make it in the draft? How about somebody finding out how good he could be? Because Dak's not going to last much longer. I promise you, two more years from now, Dak won't be in Dallas because he's not going to get any better. He's not. He would have already been good if he was going to be good. Why are they giving him so much slack? Roy, Roy, he has been good. That's, that's the not the problem. He hasn't been great. That's that's a different conversation. And we got to I mean, be specific on these conversations. Again, we got to stop saying putting Dak in this like bottom of the NFL category because it suits the conversation. You said it exactly right, Aaron. He's been good, not great, and that's what the conversation centers on. Right, and you could win with a quarterback like that. I think you could win the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott if he's making – 17 million dollars a year i don't think you can win the super bowl with dak prescott if GM he's making aaron, 50 million gm aaron goldhammer who are these 10 million dollar quarterbacks you're paying in the end who are they man like who, who like, are like what, what are the niners paying brock, brock purdy right now but i mean that's a rookie deal that is the greatest miracle in the history of the league where the last pick in the draft suddenly amounted to something like you can't bank on that like at right, the end well, of the day a good quarterback is going to cost you in this era 40 million plus. That's just the going rate for that position. To me, the good, not great guy can get you there, but not if you're paying him like he's great. You know, Mahomes, obviously, the easiest ticket to make the Super Bowl is to have Brady or Mahomes.
in the last 25 yeah, years. Yeah, but the market's like, not going to let you not pay those guys, though. Like the right. so those, not- so, But what I'm saying, Myron, is those guys you can pay. Even if you have Jalen Hurts, it really helps your team to have Jalen Hurts on the rookie quarterback uh, contract that he was on last year. So, so is your philosophy either you have a Mahomes-level player yep. or you go to the draft and just keep going back to the draft to get young guys and see if it works out? Uh, or or that you try to deal? find guys that are good enough, like Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer, Alex Smith, you know, to tide you over until you finally do find that guy. I would not pay a good quarterback great money. I just think it's a recipe for disaster. Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer had two of the greatest defensive units we've seen over the last 50 years. So, like, you can't put those guys in that category. And I think you have to spend the money for the possibility like the NFL cannot be, okay, we don't have Patrick Mahomes, so let's go start over and try to go into the draft. Like you're paying Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins and these guys for a chance because I think the next tier, you got no shot at getting into the playoffs and maybe making something happen. I think that's just the reality of where we're at in the league. Are the Cowboys Super Bowl contender? Yes, I think they're Super Bowl contenders. I don't think they're better than the Eagles. I don't know if they're better than the 49ers. But, yeah, I think they're, they're contenders. The NFC looks fairly weak, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I just I have trouble just, seeing if, if they got into a close playoff game again that that guy's going to be the one to make the plays they need to make. But he's got to be Jalen Hurts, maybe. And then maybe he has to be Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson yeah, or Joe right. Burrow. Like, the path to a Super Bowl is extremely difficult. But the idea that you either go all in with all your cards on a Mahomes or Burrow, and if you don't have that, you quit the game – that doesn't make any sense to me, man. I, I mean, I, I just would not overpay an average quarterback. Is is I, I feel Dak's like average to you? Is Dak average? Uh, no, he's good. I've decided. I, I've I've said he's good, but I think you got to be careful paying him great money, which is why the contract extensions for those guys are always so difficult to figure out because they want to be paid like the highest paid player in the game, but everybody knows they're really not worth more money than. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow like those should be the easy ones Justin Herbert even to me like do I really believe Justin Herbert could be as good as those guys I'm not I'm not his biggest fan but I guess him you have to you have to do it for um look I I I think it's a tricky it's a tricky spot the Cowboys are in but that's one of the reasons why it's being perceived as a threat to Prescott is because of the way he's played in the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah, and it's fair. I think the scrutiny is fair. But listen, it's like a hot housing market. If you want to live in that good neighborhood, you're going to have to pay overpriced for that two-bedroom uh, in a good neighborhood. Like, that's just the way it is in the NFL. You're going to pay yeah. a lot more sometimes to maybe not get something great. But you yeah. got a chance, and yeah. people will pay for that. I, I just would rather have a well-rounded team than a good quarterback making huge money, and then I'm, I have to skimp everywhere else on the roster because I can't afford anybody else, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's really tricky to try to walk that line, and that's why these negotiations are so hard. Yeah. Um, on, with running backs and with quarterbacks and with everybody. Up next, Jalen Hurts listed as the third best player in the ESPN Top 100. Is that real, and can he live up to the expectations? We talk about it on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.